The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Driver! Start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome to All-Star Week. It's the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Two of your All-Star NASCAR podcasters. Well, I don't know. Wait, is that too... Did, was I too presumptuous? I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, well, you are an All-Star. I don't know if I would go as far as saying two All-Stars, stop. but uh, you're here at least. Hey, you, you I'm, won... I'm in the Open. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you won the show. Open. <laughs> Uh, I love it. That's right. It is the uh, All-Star Week. Of course, we are getting geared up for the All-Star Race in beautiful North Wilkesboro Speedway, North Carolina. Man, this is a, a bigly a bigly anticipated event, if I can say that. Uh, so many people are, are so excited about this race. Of course, we are two of them, but uh, a historic venue, a, a new... Uh, format we'll talk about it in a second for the all-star race itself that we haven't done in a while and just i mean cody this proves to be probably you know obviously it's a week off of paying a points paying event but this is probably going to have just as much excitement as any race that we've seen so far and dare i say it might be the most enjoyable and there are so many great things to bet on we're gonna have some fun yeah this it's gonna be a really really fun week um i will kind of preface it by saying it is an exhibition race, so so treat it as such. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have to bet on it if you don't want to. I know there's some content people are taking the week off. Props to them. And, and you know, if you don't feel comfortable with stuff, that's always, you know, that, that goes for any week, not just All-Star Week. But it, it is an exhibition race. It does have its, its gimmicks. It's not as gimmicky as it's been in the past with all the inversions and a bunch of other crap. I think that this this format is a lot better, but... It, it is still an exhibition race. It's not a full full length race. There's different rules. There's different. It's not going to be a full size field in the main race, obviously, or any other races, I guess, really. But yeah, so we'll we'll cover the format here in a few minutes. But just wanted to kind of throw that out there going into this. Still found some bets we really like. There's multiple races to bet on inside of the Cup Series, so that's even more fun. Um, but 
it is an exhibition, so I would keep that in mind as you do place your bets. All I'm saying to you is that this episode is for those of you that like to bet on the coin flip in the Super Bowl, the over-under on the anthem, those type of prop bets, the ones that you just want some sort of action in whatever's going on. This episode is for you because obviously, and, and you said it too, Cody, as far as the, the least gimmicky all-star race we've had in a while, I think that makes it better for betters in the long yeah. run because then you're yeah. not worried about flipping stages, inverting, and all that, the one yeah. pit stop and stuff like that. This is 200 laps, and it just feels like it's, gonna, it's going to shake out almost as if it's a normal race, finally. Inversion is a nightmare oh. for betting, for DFS, everything. It, it's just, it's absolutely horrible. It, it, I guess you could make an argument, make some of the racing more exciting. Obviously, you're putting faster gar cars farther back, making them trying to work for it. But from a betting aspect, nightmare. From a DFS aspect, nightmare. So luckily, no inversions this year. So I think that is a, a big plus as far as the betting goes. And I'm excited. I'm still going to have plenty of bets on this. Still going to have plenty of DFS lineups and everything. Um, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, again, it's kind of, it is an exhibition race, and it is the all-star event. So it's it's still a regular race weekend, but it's a little different, right? We're going back to a track that the Cup Series hasn't been on since 1996. None of these drivers have ever raced here before. I think Kevin Harvick did a tire test here in like 2010 or something, and the was there a tire test here? I don't. Was there? Bob, a cup Bob said there was. Test? Yeah, Bob yeah, said there was. There was. A couple cup. Yeah. So, but really, we don't really know what to expect, which makes it great. But just go into this one again. It's kind of like a super speedway race, maybe even kind of like the clash to open up the season. You can have your bets, have your fun, but just try and sit back and enjoy this race. Uh, this it's going to be a fun event, and and just the whole thing. I mean, we're coming off of a couple of great weekends of racing. Coming off a throwback weekend last week, they had the you know as many of the 75 greatest drivers as could make it to the race, honoring all of them at the race, everything. Now you're going back to a historical NASCAR track that was one of the originals. It's uh, all all shaping up to be a great month of May, and then it's going to end the next week, which is the biggest racing weekend of the entire year. That it's going to be a load. Get ready. It's going to be a loaded week next week. I'm excited for that. We don't need to jump too far ahead, but May is is a great, great month for racing worldwide. Indeed. And I was going to say the same thing as far as the Clash is concerned. If you bet on the Clash, bet on the All-Star Race. There's just no reason for you not to. We hit to. a 14 to 1 bet in the Clash. So. We sure did, see? So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's money to be made, so might as well go ahead and put something on there uh, and, and have some fun along with it. Um, all right, we are going to go over the format for this race for you when we come back from the break, but we need to take some time to tell you about Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost. It's the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. I'm going to say that again. No interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right. Zero percent interest. I said that and I emphasized it for emphasizing because it's bold. That means you need to know it. Simply deposit funds into your account and Edge Boost is going to match that deposit so you can use twice the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers, offers up to $2,500 in advances as you build a repayment history as well. 
My Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day is... Maybe I'll name that when I get back. Hang on. My Edge Double Down Play of the Day will come later. Uh, with this special offer, the first 500 SGPN users will start at a $1,000 advance limit, and the next 2,500 users will start at $500. So generous. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So this is, like we said, the least gimmicky all-star race that we've seen in a while, and thank God for that because... Cody, I don't know if my heart could have taken another like four four lap inversion and then alternating sack races until a winner is crowned. Like I didn't need all that. Just give me what we got going this time, and I'm good. Yeah, there there's been some some very interesting rough years, so uh, I'm glad we don't have that. But as far as the format goes, here's kind of the schedule. Well, let's see. We'll do the schedule for the weekend first. So there is going to be on Friday a pit crew challenge that is qualifying. So it's a full team effort here. The fastest team in or the fastest pit crew in the pit crew challenge will uh, set the pole, right? So the fastest one, they start on the pole. Second fastest starts second for this is then that's for the drivers already locked into the all-star race. We'll get into that. Saturday, you're gonna have the Craftsman Truck Series race, which, by the way, mm-hmm. that's a loaded field. There, I think Kyle Larson, William Byron, Christopher Bell, all in that race. That's gonna be a fun one to handicap tomorrow. Make sure you definitely come back for that. Then there's gonna be two All Star Heat races, um, 60 laps apiece on Saturday evening, and then Sunday will be the All Star Open, followed by the All Star Race. So, here is how everything breaks down. Like I said, that pit pit crew challenge um for it'll be a four tire pit stop with no fuel that will determine the starting lineup then you have the all-star heat races on saturday evening um and it'll be work like the duels do right heat race uh one will determine the inside row so if you're when when heat race one you're first if you finish second in heat race one you're third fifth seventh and so on and so forth and then obviously heat race two is the outside second fourth sixth you get it um, so then we have the all, all-star open, which is, of course, the guys who have not qualified in for uh, the all-star field, which I'm going to cover in a minute how they qualified in for that. But um, So all-star open will be before the all-star race. Um, that's going to be 100 laps. They'll have a competition break on or around lap 40. The top two finishers in that race, which I like how they're doing this too because Last year, it was like there were three different stages, and you, if you won stage one, you got in, and then you won stage two, you got just top two finishers in this in this 100-lap race. They're into the all-star race. And then, of course, you have the one fan vote winner. We've seen the fan vote winner win the all-star race twice before. Michael Waltrip, Casey Kane both got it done. Uh, and for the record, only one time ever has the all-star open winner won the actual all-star race, Kyle Larson in the 42 car. Um, let's see. And they will, let's see, start on sticker tires. One additional set in the pit box, all laps count. So in the heat races and the, uh, all-star open caution flag laps count as well. So the all-star race, how you are qualified, uh, into this 20, anybody who won in 2022 or 2023, um, uh, a points race in those seasons. 
uh, is in. Past all-star race winners, so Ryan Blaney has not won a points race in 2022 or 2023, but he did win the all-star race and NASCAR Cup Series champions. So guys like Brad Keselowski, that gets him in the field. Um, and then obviously the two finishers and the fan vote winner get in. So now we're on to the main event Sunday night. Um, and this one is going to be 200 laps. Also all laps count with cautions will count. They're going to start on sticker tires with three additional, uh, sets in the pits. Overtime rules are in effect. There will be a competition lap or a competition break on lap 100 after the competition break. As Bob said, when we, if you haven't heard the Bob Pockris interview from Monday, definitely go back and check that out. Um, they will have the only one set of sticker tires maybe used after that 100 laps, which is going to factor into the handicapping of this race a lot. When a lot, do you a use lot, it? A lot. When yes. do you use them? And who can take care of their stuff? Because not only are you only going to have one set during that time, this track has not been used much lately. I mean, they did so NASCAR, the Cup Series stopped coming here in 96. They did have a few truck races after that. They ran some late model stuff. And then, uh, like I said, even 2010, there was a Cup Series test there. But And then the tracks sat dormant for a while. They came back last season and, and had the late model race and stuff. Um, but the track is in rough shape. As Bob was talking about, again, on the interview, it's very rough. They've had to patch some spots. He tweeted some pictures today. Looks like they're going to have some more patching to do. It's it's going to eat these tires up, which is going to be super entertaining. So all that being said, you win the race, you get a million dollars. They've not really adjusted for inflation. In the <laughs> 80s, when they said it was a million dollars, that was great. Now it's still a million dollars, which is interesting. But uh, that is the all-star format. Would you like to know who is in the all-star race, Rob? Uh, well, I tell you what, I, I do know who's in right now. That's Ricky Stanhouse Jr. I cannot he believe is. we live in a world yeah. where Ricky Stanhouse Jr. is already in and doesn't have to worry about the Open. Yeah, so 21 cars are, are qualified already, um, so it'll end up being 24. So 21 plus the two top two finishers and, and then the all-star uh, vote winner, which you should go vote Corey LaJoy if you haven't already. Uh, but Chastain, Cindric, D- Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, Chris Buescher, Martin Truex Jr., Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, William Byron, Eric Jones, Tyler Reddick, Ricky Stenhouse, Daniel Suarez, all are locked in. Everybody else has to race their way in. And wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me read, let me read that that open entry list because the open entry list. We're going to talk yeah, about that in a second. This is. Let me read that one for you because I, 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 no, before you start, like, listen to the names in this race. <laughs> it's I, I love this part of it because we. You get to see these guys out there together without the Kyle Larsons, without the the Chase Elliott's, without the Kevin Harvick's, without the Danny. Like, this list of names is great, and you get to see these guys go at it, which is very entertaining to me every time. So if you've ever bet an F1, the winner of the race without, this is the list of names of <laughs> race winner without. I'm telling you right now. Ready? It starts with Corey LaJoy, Eric Almarola, Chandler Smith, J.J. Yaley, A.J. Allmendinger, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, Michael McDowell, Todd Gilliland, Ryan Priest, Noah Gragson, Josh Berry, Ryan Newman, Ty Gibbs, Ty Gillen, or Ty Dillon, rather, Josh Balicki. 
That is the list of the open entries. I just, I'm telling you, this is the list of winners without, and and it's going to be fun watching these guys run a race together and see who can who can really be the best of the rest. Yeah, and it does sound like uh, it'll be Josh Berry in the 48 car. Um, obviously, they had determined that he was not eligible to take Bowman's spot. Bowman would have been eligible to be automatically in the All Star race. But it sounds like Bowen might be missing for a while. Yeah, it doesn't sound like, like he's gonna it be hurts any time he coughs, let alone Ooh. is in a stock car running 200 miles an hour and his back is getting jostled around all the time. Well, so, that's not good. Yeah, not good at all. But uh, yes, we've got, uh, I know we have to hit a break, but we can hit that. And then there's, I got a couple more housekeeping notes before we uh, slide into the picks, Rod. This is Cody is is watching the clock. I love it. He knows now. <laughs> uh, I know. God, I know what times we're supposed to try and hit these breaks at. <laughs> God bless him for learning. Uh, yes, we do have to hit a break. When we come back, we'll finish the housekeeping. We'll start laying out some bets for this race, so you can have some fun as you watch. But what's more fun than wearing cool shades day or night, right? There's that cool song, I Wear My Sunglasses at Night. He didn't know about Shady Rays yet, or else he'd have been saying, I wear my Shady Rays at night. That song would have been better. We're teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. So not only do you get an amazing 50% offer, but you have a chance to win $500 in the process. Shady Rays, as always, had you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. And of course, that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. If you heard me say it once, you hear me say it a million times. Every pair of sunglasses that they sell is backed by their lost and broken replacements guarantee. What does that mean? Well, other places say they're going to give you something if you break them, but then they make you go through a gigantic explanation process, filling out a form, only to tell you, nah, that's not covered. That's not Shady Rays. Doesn't matter if you lose them the first second you buy them, break them the first second you buy them, or 10, 15 years later, they told us that they are going to replace those shades for free if you break them if you lose them and the best part about it you don't got to go through the interrogation process you could just tell them oops i lost them and they'll say no problem your shades are in the mail to replace them it's got your back long after your purchase and if you don't love them which you're silly if you don't and yes i'm telling you you're silly if you don't return it for a new pair then you can like those better or just return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop with shady rays that team's always got your back for our international listeners, don't worry, we got you covered too. With shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to Shade or to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. So exciting. So exciting. I that hearing that format just makes me more excited for the race because like I said I like that they're just chunking it up you know it's just two 100 lap chunks go at it figure out when you're going to use your tires right do you value your tires late do you value, do you want new tires early to build up a lead this is only a six tenth of a mile track it's not a half a mile it's not seven quarters of a mile you know it's literally right in between that so this is going to be and then like you said there's pictures of the track where it's it's all jumped up and like driving on a California highway is what this is. 
you know, tearing at your tires every second of the day. Uh, this is going to be very interesting. But you have other housekeeping issues to get to, Cody. What else do we got to cover? Yes. So uh, two members of the Eric Jones crew were suspended. Mm. Obviously, the tire came off the 43, so we knew that would happen. Uh, that's probably not a huge deal, but they are suspended. Um, and then Tyler Reddick, we had known prior to the race uh, last Saturday or Sunday at Darlington. Um, the team had failed, I believe it's three times. Once you fail three times pre-race inspection, um, but then they got caught doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. The car chief and the crew chief both got ejected. Uh, they were fined today 10 points and 10. So 10 car points or driver points rather and 10 owner points um, for the unsecured ballast inside the car. Trying to mess with the weight is basically what it sounds like. Well, so no what way. I saw, what I saw is that they said that they made the car heavier, which to my thought, I said, right. "Oh, is that why it was a slow car?" <laughs> <laughs> they forgot to take the weight off later. <laughs> I think it's a problem, right? That's <laughs> well, what and Tyler Reddick is a very, very tiny guy, so they've got to add a lot of weight on that car to make sure it hits. Uh, <laughs> make sure it hits. Sorry to make you choke on your water. <laughs> I almost had a spit. He's, he's a little guy. <laughs> well, so I, I know. Game recognizes game. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and then we also got in a review over on Apple. Yes, we from did. our guy Ty Tiger uh, Seven. Do you have a bone to pick with him though? It's a four star review, not a five star review. Ty. I'm sure that was just an accident. Slip. So it was Ty a Tiger, slip. make sure you update that. Yeah. But uh, he did say, found my new favorite sport. These guys are awesome. Listen to the main sports gambling podcast, and this podcast came up on an episode. Decided to give it a listen. These guys know their stuff. Never watched racing before, and uh, these past few weeks, I can't wait for race weekend. They are so transparent with their bets, even if they don't like a driver, but the but the stats back them up. He puts in parentheses, hashtag number 11. Uh, <laughs> they'll still give out that bet. Uh, they are a must-listen for every series that runs. So, Shout out to you, Ty Tiger. Make sure you update that to five stars, but we'll give you a break anyways. Uh, <laughs> and yes, make sure everybody else leaves their reviews. We'll read your reviews if they're nice. One star review or something, we're going to probably make fun of you, but that's it. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll, we, will, we will take what you have to say under consideration. We will read it still because you we will... That, you send that separately. Yeah. And tell yeah. us if you don't like something <laughs> and we'll talk about it. But that's what we've said. If you don't like it that much, yeah. listen to something else. Yeah. If you don't like it, tell us first before you go leaving a review because it's, if it's something we can fix, we'll fix it and then earn your five-star review. This is, this is what I don't like sometimes about culture nowadays where you can head straight to... Uh, ruin somebody's day like all right you guys suck already and they not once did you tell us that you weren't happy with yeah them. and i mean honestly like this show started out last season as one show a week we only talked about the cup series it was like just everything crammed into one we've made a lot of changes since then and most of that is based on you know people giving feedback and hey we like this hey what about more of this what about covering these other series here we are five shows a week now so yep Yep, just, I heard. Give us the feedback. I but. heard the more Cody, less Rod note. I heard that. That's why we're rolling with this. That's. I'm telling you right now, guys. Your your. I still don't know if I agree with that. Much, but uh. Uh, I love it. Um, all right. Well, I mean, listen. Is it time to get down to some betting? Is it time for us to start laying out some some awesome bets for this this awesome weekend? I believe it's uh, it's time, Rod. Beautiful. Um. So, like Cody said, there will be an open. And there will be uh, the all-star race proper. Books are offering both of them. 
uh, you got to figure out where they're at uh, as far as where where to find the best ones. Obviously, we've located ours and where our favorite ones is. So um, Caesars has some, uh, DraftKings has some, Barstool, Superbook I found also has some. So uh, not everybody offers the same thing. Some just offer the winner of the All Star Race. So go digging around. But you know, as always, we got and your back. Make sure you're paying attention too, as far as what is what right don't don't think you're betting on mm. uh you know on the all-star race and it's the open or think you're betting on the open and it's the all-star like pay attention to which one's under which there's matchups for different ones so you know if it's a if it's a matchup for the all-star open then it's not well i guess it probably wouldn't happen but if both of them make make the all-star race it's not who finishes better in the all-star race it's who finished better in the in the open so yeah, just pay attention. Make sure you're you're betting on the right thing. But again, shout out to these books for giving us uh, great different options. I love it. Um, all right, man, load us up. Well, let's get started here. I am going to go to the All Star Open, and I am going to take the Ford versus Chevy bet. Who finishes better? And Rod, this may surprise a lot of people that have been listening to this show for a while. I am actually going to take the Ford side of this. And my my reasoning here, so if you look at the odds for the All-Star Open here, I mean, I got Superbook pulled up here. Josh Berry's the favorite, plus 400. Obviously, he's in a Chevy. Then it's Ty Gibbs, a plus 400. He's in a Toyota, which doesn't apply. Not applicable to this bet. But then it's Eric Almarola, Ryan Priest, AJ Allmendinger, Harrison Burton. That's kind of how the favorites of this shake out. So my thinking here is basically Josh Berry should be the best car in this race and i get that so obviously that's why chevy's favored and juiced up a little more at minus 120 but he's really the only decent chevy in this car or in this field sorry aj allmendinger i see you down there but it, it really as far as the chevy camp goes like it's josh berry for me and then it's maybe aj could do something but i think looking past that you got Justin Haley, you got Noah Gragson, you got Chandler Smith. Ugh, you know, none of those really make me think they're going to jump up and be the top finishing Chevy or Ford in this. So, as far as the Ford side it goes, you have Eric Almarola, good short track racer, good flat track racer. This track is so it is shorter. It's it's flattish. It's again, we talked about this with Bob. Not really any comparable tracks. Richmond is sort of a comp, but not really. It's yeah, but anyways. But the Fords on short tracks have not struggled as nearly as much. The intermediates and like as far as the Briscoe thing goes, I'm not fading him this weekend. I think he's going to be fine this weekend. I don't think he's going to win the All Star race or anything like that. But I think he'll be a fine car. Uh, and BJ McLeod's not in the race, so he's safe anyways. Uh, but I'm not as concerned about Ford speed on a shorter track. So Josh Berry being the, really the only Chevy on the Ford side of things, you're getting Eric Almarola, Ryan Priest, even Harrison Burton. Michael McDowell doesn't scare me at all. Uh, we've seen Todd Gillen have some good runs. Ryan Newman is down there. You never know what you <laughs> might get out of the rocket. Man. Okay, maybe that's a little ridiculous. But you're just you're getting multiple guys that could likely beat Josh Berry uh, and will likely beat A.J. Allmendinger. Um, and so that's why I am leaning on the Ford side of things. Uh, Berry could come out and lead every lap of this and win it, and I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm just taking the number side of thing on this. Um, and again, too, this is kind of a week of Maybe maybe you approach it differently, but from my side of things, this is more of like a gut. This is just kind of what I think might happen. There's not you can kind of look at some things and factor into it, but like I said, there's there's no other track like this that's war like this. That's it's you can't weigh too heavily into 
at least on every other race we've had, there's at least another track or two where you can be like, okay, it's not exactly like this, but these are, are fairly similar. This one is kind of a complete outlier. It's completely different formats. It's not a full, I mean, this, the all-star open is, uh, what is it? A hundred laps. So you're betting on a full race here. That's only a hundred laps. So that also factors into it, but all of that long-windedness to say, give me Ford over Chevy in the all-star open event at minus 110. Yeah. I mean, again, this is when you talk about handicapping, there's really nothing that you can look at. And, and again, I tried to find a comp track, but I could not find a roller coaster track that has torn up concrete or asphalt. Um, there was no comparable tracks. That's six tenths of a mile. Like, I'm sorry. You could I and I'll, you know, I'll say something about their short track performances, but these guys also knew that they had 400, 500, you know, 300 laps or whatever. These guys only have 100 laps. So it's literally a short run, it, it, not even a long run at this. So they've got only 100 laps to settle this. They're going to go balls out and they're going to, you know, and they they've never been on the track before. So yeah. Tell me and, how tell me how you handicap this using a comp track. You don't. Right. You don't. Yeah. And so. it's top two. Like that's it. You, if you finish third, you go home with nothing. I mean, it, first place is the only position I believe that pays in this in that's in the all-star race. Not even mm -hmm. the like otherwise you're just you're going home broke. Well, not broke, but you're going home with nothing. You go home with the experience of being able to race on the North Wilkesboro Speedway for the first time since nineteen ninety six, Cody. And, don't you take that oof, experience away oof. from them. If you, I, I should probably look at Rod's card before I talk too much. But if you're planning on betting on Ross Chastain this week, no, sir. This literally is a race <laughs> where it is checker. Like bring back the trophy or bring back the steering wheel. Second place doesn't matter. There's no points. Watch out if you're around that one car. That's all I'm saying. Come home with your shield or on it. That's that's yes. what we're telling. Um, all right, listen. So my first bet is uh, one for the open as well. Uh, I'm going to take Justin Haley over Harrison Burton. Both of these guys are at minus 115 over on Caesars. Um, so, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter which side you pick. If you think I'm wrong, if you want to fade me, that's fine. Uh, you're going to get the same price on either end. But here, here's where I'm going with Haley over Burton. Now, Burton had a great finish last week, right? Which is why I think a lot of people will be on the Burton side of this. But Look, I mean, as far as season finishes goes, <laughs> you look at Harrison Burton. Outside of that sixth-place finish, he's got a 24th-place average finish. One top 10 all year long. I would read off uh, his, his list of finishes, but I don't like that many numbers in the 20s. So I'm just going to go ahead and just say that it's, it's not good. Uh, Kansas, he had a 30-place finish before he finally found his way to a sixth-place finish at Darlington last week. But again, we know what it took to get him up there. It wasn't as if he was a sixth-place car all day. Uh, he just managed to find his way through the through the wreckage. Now, same can be said for Haley. He got an eighth-place finish last week, uh, but he's got at least a more respectable average finish at all this season. He's finished 20th place on average. Again, he's got a ton of, uh, of 20, 20th place finishes, but he's at least got three uh, top 10 finishes under his belt in a sixth place finish at the Bristol Dirt this year. Also, uh, an eighth place finish at Vegas, which was good for him too. But what I'm really basing this off of more than anything is the, the speed he had at the Bush Clash. 
that was a obviously you know uh, a half a mile track what a quarter mile track uh and and that completely different animal right new setting for him all that stuff uh from from last year too but he showed speed in last year's bush clash as well so the last couple of clashes he's been pretty fast he's been a pretty uh a fast car in the short run so if we're talking short run cars if we're talking you know trying to navigate a, a six tenth of a mile track I think Justin Haley's got that skill set, and I think he's going to be able to bring it to it. Whereas Harrison Burton, he's good. He's fine. He's serviceable. But I don't know that he's got what it takes to win a race like this or even finish well in a race like this. You look at his average finish on a short track. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, my fingers are getting tired scrolling. Uh, he's got a 20.6 <laughs> average finish on uh, on short tracks since February of 2020. So. There's not 20 cars in the open, so he can't finish 20th, but I'm still not liking the odds. This is an absolutely disgusting matchup, and I <laughs> love it. That is exactly what this weekend is about. Justin Ailey versus Harrison Burton. That That's what makes betting on this weekend amazing. <laughs> I I mean, I have, nothing, I, I have nothing to add to this. You made very good. You actually swayed me. I, I probably would have leaned Burton, and I don't really know why I would have because... Boy, it's they want you to. They want you to. Yeah, I think they do. So you talked me into Haley. So I'll back you on that one. Um, I am going to go stay again. We're staying in the open race for these first couple bets. Ty Gibbs, top three, plus 140. Uh, I mean, you look at this list of open cars, and it's Josh Berry, and it's Ty Gibbs, 1A and 1B, I think. They're obviously Hendrick and Gibbs cars. And then it's a massive fall off from there. Like these two guys should be the best two guys in the field easily. Um, and this is my chance to hit a Ty Gibbs good, good bets. I guess I shouldn't say hit the winner because I'm going to give that out next, but uh, I'll just give that out while I'm at it, actually. I mean, so I'm taking Ty Gibbs, top three finish, plus 140. Also taking him to win the Open, plus 400. Um, I really, I think it's, it's Josh Berry and it is um, Ty Gibbs. It's likely going to be one of those two guys. The one other guy I could really make a case for, probably Ryan Priest. Just because he's a short track guy, but uh, it's a Stuart Haas car, and yeah, I'm not going that far. So, give me, give me Ty Gibbs top three plus money plus one forty. I think that's a steal, just because he he it should be him and Barry as the clear top two cars in this. Now again, it's their guys are gonna be gunning for it, right? We're gonna see we're gonna see guys go all out, try to make that all star race. You you want to be in the big show for your sponsors and all that stuff, so. Nothing's guaranteed, of course, but he should easily be one of the top two favorite cars. So um, I, I think give me Ty Gibbs to, for the top three. Give me him to win the open race as well at plus 400. Yeah, and listen, I'm not going to argue with you too because I think it really is between Barry and Gibbs in this, especially in what we're seeing right now. We've seen Gibbs just elevate himself over the last few races. He's gotten in trouble. I mean, but he's a rookie. Like, I mean, I, I know that we expect uh, of him – well, like a first-round draft pick or, or number one overall pick, as a quarterback, you would expect him to carry his team, right? That's kind of what we expected out of Gibbs, but it's sort of unfair to expect him to do that in his first season in such a, uh, a very competitive race scenario. So, yeah, but for Barry, too, I mean, these guys were the class of the field in Xfinity as well, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's no surprise that you put him over here amongst the Chandler Smiths, amongst the McDowells, the Gillilands, the Gragsons even, which I'm sad because none of us are really even on Gregson on this one, and it's 
It it's not the driver. It's the equipment at this point, right? It's, so. it's, the car has just been too slow for it. I'm really excited for them to get into the Toyota camp next year. I, I hope that gives I, – I really, really – Noah Gregson, probably top personality in the sport if he can get to a top level uh, as far as equipment-wise. Uh, and I really want to see that flourish. I want to see more of him throwing up in victory lane and all that fun stuff. But to the Ty Gibbs thing, too, again, with this being a short race, we've seen it in the Xfinity series, right? And and some of the biggest adjustment is the longer races in the Cup series. Now you're cutting it back down to a short race. This is a race where he's coming in not as the guy who needs to stay out of trouble, who needs to finish in 15th, have a good solid day, don't tear up Grandpa's equipment. This is a race where, hey, you're one of the two favorites in this. You want to go play with the big boys? go get it buddy he's gonna be balls to the wall and he's gonna be all out um and i'm excited to bet on ty gibbs this week i want north wilkesboro to have a an electric rabbit and let the rabbit go and let the cars chase after it that's after yeah it. that's what i want just go they go, do buddy. it's uh that electric rabbit is that uh still trophy oh or the million dollar prize at the end of well, it too that too yeah uh, I guess good, thing good thing the million dollars is there for denny because he doesn't want the trophy no he does not want the yeah i hate the trophies i just want the money <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, 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 and that, that's a great point too, as far as this is a shorter race. Now you can pin your ears back and just go hard. Uh, speaking of somebody that can do that and that's AJ Allmendinger, right? This season has just been an absolute disaster for AJ. And now that we're not at a points paying race, now that we're at an opportunity for him to just run a race, just be able to go out. He's a talented driver. The equipment is good. Right, I mean, we're, we know that the the colleague cars are not horrible. They're not top of the line Gibbs or or Hendrick or RCR or anything. But you know, they've been able to win races. They've been able to compete top tens, uh, especially last season when Dinger was jumping in and and doing well in races that weren't road courses. Right, we thought, wow, this is going to be a great season for him, and it it didn't happen. So now, you take a talented driver like that. And you put him amongst some of the back markers, which he should not be a part of, honestly. Like, I don't see A.J. Allmendinger belonging in the back of the field like that. But there he is, right? So now he has the opportunity amongst the, the withouts, right, to prove that that 16 car is fast. He is fast. Colic is a contender. So he's got to get it done. I don't think he's going to win this thing. But I think a top three is well within his reach, you know, given that we think Barry and Gibbs are going to be the top two. I would put A.J. Allmendinger right in there as far as somebody in that talent level uh, as a driver. I know, I know, but that's just me. Talent-wise, talent-wise that you can make the argument. Yeah, exactly. But see, this is a talent. That's talent I'm worried about. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not worried about that either. I'm worried about that too. But what I will say is that I think that in a short race like this, he can have the opportunity to do something he hasn't done in a while, and that's run up front. So if he can run up front, I think he can finish in the top three. And his top three odds, I love his top three odds, in fact. At plus 250, uh, you can get him to finish inside the top three. And, I mean, for me, when you look at the other uh, the other top three finishers, you got Josh Berry at plus 135, Ty Gibbs at plus 140, Ryan Priest at 160, Amarola at 160, and then there's A.J. Allmendinger at 250. Like, if I'm looking at the rest of these guys, it's Gragson at 340, Burton at 350, Haley at 425, right? McDowell at 425. I'm just not excited. Smith, 500, Gilliland. Yeah, I just, 
I'm not excited about anybody else on here. Unless you want J.J. Yaley, the 20, what is it, 2018? Uh, 2016? 2009 yeah. uh, F1 World Champion. Yeah, at, at 60 to 1, you can take that if you want. Or Josh Palicki at 60 to 1. But yeah, A.J. Allmendinger, I like the plus 250 for a top three for him. I really do. <sighs> it's okay, don't you don't know. have I'm to. Not, I, I'm not sold. I, I don't see A.J. Allmendinger getting it unless there's an accident involving leaders at some point in this race. I think with Ty Gibbs and, and Josh Berry taking up two of those spots, then you've got a couple of the Stuart Haas cars that should be pretty good. I guess maybe AJ's in the conversation. I I, don't, I just okay. Wait, nothing hold on. I've seen. Nothing I've seen this year from AJ has made me think I want to bet on AJ. I, I feel like he's checked out. We've already heard the rumors. It sounds like he doesn't want to come back next season. Probably not. He's got. I think he's got a baby on the way. He's not having fun. I was going to play a little this or that with you, but now I feel like I just don't want it. Like, well, let's play. Let's play. I want to play. All right, fine. Uh, Almondinger or Priest? Priest. All right. Almondinger or Amarola? I, honestly, I'm probably taking Amarola. At least I've seen some flashes of, I mean, despite having shit equipment, and I think that the equipment maybe won't be as much of a factor, again, for the forwards and for Stuart Haas this weekend, but I, I would take Almarola too. All right. Well, then we'll go on the other end of that. Two, two on the other end of that. Almirola or Gregson? This Almirola. is top three, mind you. I mean, not Almirola. Almendinger uh, or or uh, uh, Gregson. I would, I would take Almendinger there. I, I I am worried about the legacy equipment. <laughs> Almendinger or Burton? See, I think that's more of a talk. I don't know why. I why why I have this feeling of Burton. We need to look back. Did Burton make the all-star race last year? I really feel like he won one of the stages. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that while you give, give, uh, oh, wait. Okay. So wait, no, well, you already your gave your winner. It's your turn to give out another. Oh, okay. So my then my winner. Goals, yeah, you're right. So my winner then is, uh, is Josh Berry. You can look up the, the Harrison Burton thing while I give my, my bet. Uh, my, my winner is Josh Berry uh, more so because I do like the plus three fifty side of this for Josh Berry to win this race. He is the favorite. But again, like Cody had said, I think he's the favorite for a reason. These guys are two of the more talented drivers. I was going to say young, but Josh Berry's not necessarily all that young. Uh, but these guys are in the best equipment in this entire field. Uh, honestly, between a Hendrick car and a Gibbs car, they are two of the more talented drivers in the field now, uh, in this field especially. So it's going to come down to either Gibbs or Barry. And I think maybe your best bet would be to take a half a unit and split it on either one of these guys just to just to kind of cover it. Because, you know, for, from what we think of this, it's going to end up being one of those two. So um, qualifying for the Open, how, how are they setting the field for the Open? That is a great question, Ron. I do have to look that up, too, because that... that I wonder, is that part of the... Just the pit stop challenge. The pit stop challenge. That set that too. Yeah, I, I think you're right. That is a good question. But uh, to reference last season, which I was just looking at, AJ Allmendinger actually finished seventh in the All Star race, but there was that big wreck early that took out a couple of the favorites. But um, Harrison Burton did not make it, so I don't know why I, I feel so much Harrison Burton this week. I don't know if his sixth place finish last week surviving the chaos has me blinded. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I guess I would probably take AJ Allmendinger there, but I don't feel I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, it again. I'm just telling you that's that's where we're at. I mean, again with these good names, it's just where you're at. Like, how do you feel that that it's going to happen? So, um, all right. Well, there's the All Star race proper. 
correct. What were you gonna say? I, I, I see. Yeah, no, no, you're good. I just wait. I was waiting for you. Uh, no, I, I just I was like I was waiting because you look. I'm still mulling this AJ Allmendinger thing in my head, and I I can't figure out why I don't. I I just I don't I have no confidence in AJ right now. Maybe maybe he comes out and proves me wrong. I just I can't put my money behind it. It's funny, guys. Unless you were watching on on YouTube, you can't. <laughs> I was wait because Cody was finishing his thought, and literally you could see him just sort of. You could see me thinking. You can see the wheel thinking to himself. You're like, Almondinger, do because I just I wanted to like I'm trying to dig in there and be like, but I I, I don't know. I just I've not been <laughs> impressed with it. You go back, you look at his finishes throughout this year. Like they're bad. They're I guess bad. he had a 14th at Kansas. That's a bright spot. He's only got one finish better than 14th though all season, and that was at a Super Speedway. I don't know. <laughs> you take your time, Cody. We're gonna jump to anyway, a break. Let's we're move gonna on. yeah, we're gonna jump to a break, and we're gonna come back and talk about the open bets. I mean, the All Star Race bets proper, and yes. give you uh give you some from there. And speaking of YouTube, for those of you who are watching on YouTube and saw Cody's entire thought process play out, we appreciate you doing so, and we hope you continue to do so. Uh, it's been a blast uh, just reading your guys' comments, uh, just getting to know you guys on YouTube, especially when we go live. So uh, click that bell to let you know when we go live again or when we post a video. Uh, and of course, comment, like, subscribe, do all the things that you need to do to continue growing the YouTube channel because... Uh, you miss out on golden moments like this where, you know, Cody is is literally trying to figure out if if I'm crazy for taking AJ Allmendinger, which, you know, it could happen. So <laughs> just uh, continue to, to like, subscribe, do all the things. If you're an OG uh, podcast fan, leave a review like Ty Tiger did and uh, let us know how we did. I, look, it could be four stars, I, I you know. Tell how you feel, but we, yeah, we prefer five stars. It makes our hearts feel good when you leave five star reviews. Plus, the bosses love to see it as well. Um, and then they ask us to, to, what can we do to bump that to five stars? <laughs> so we always make it done. Uh, but, anyways, yes, continue to do all that. We love you. I'm going to make it awkward again and do all that. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues... And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Over under, Cody, on on how long, how many episodes. Oh, yeah, nice. That's right. my old-fashioned football shirt on, even. You do. I love it. See, this is where we take turns doing that. Um, <laughs> over under on how many episodes it takes for us to get a review Rod, stop making it awkward or stop <laughs> saying that you're making it awkward. No, I, I think you need to leave a review positive. That's my favorite. My favorite part is seeing how Rod finds his way out of the YouTube read every time. Like, I look forward to that part of the. I was talking to, speaking of the old fashioned football uh, show, I was talking to Justin and uh, him and Miranda were kind of going back and forth about how, you know, the, the mailbag, they have a mailbag portion, right? And like Justin was doing like tryouts all last season and, and like doing a different thing coming up with something different every episode i told him i was like i was like my favorite part was just to see i didn't even care about the questions like i just wanted to see how you were going to come up with 
the mail what the mailbag was going to be that week. So I think this is very similar. I'm just excited to see how Rod finds his way out of the YouTube ad read. It's never pretty. It's never pretty. All the years of broadcast uh, journalist, all the years of broadcast classes, I can't figure out how to get out of a YouTube read. That's all right. No, I'm just glad you do all the reads. And I, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> hey, that's coming. We got we got another like yeah, year for you to get there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's set right. up some of these all-star, but that's what you're good at, Cody. Let's set up these all-star uh, picks. Yeah. yeah. So moving over to the all-star race. And again, uh, things might kind of change throughout the week, too, as, as obviously we get other drivers in. Um, I don't think there is. Have you seen? I should probably look again, but I don't think there's any odds for. Oh, there is. Well, that's not great. Superbook has a field bet, so everybody that's in the open at 14-1, but that's disgusting. But none of these books, I've not seen any books at least that are offering anybody that's in the open to win the race, actually. So, no, I haven't seen Again, that. it's only been done once by one of the greatest drivers probably ever, Kyle Larson, so take that for what it's worth. But Okay, jumping over to the all-star event. I'm going to take Joey Logano over Tyler Reddick, minus 115 over on DraftKings. Um <sighs> Joey Logano. I'm going to talk about him more here in a bit, but like what, what is new that this dude is not good at is North Wilkesboro new. Is it old? I don't know, but it's new to the series this year. And Joey Logano always shows up for these things. Again, I'm not, not worried about the Ford speed on the short tracks. Um, he had a seventh place finish at Richmond, the, the closest comparable track you can get to. Um, and just the new, I wrote down my notes literally say seventh place at Richmond, new track king like that's all you need to know I'll, that's it. it it just he's good at these um and i feel like he's one of those guys that uh we know he's he's the different guy when he puts the helmet on right and he's a uh, going for it like he's gonna go for a win in, in this type of race he's gonna go for a good finish um and i think he'll outduel tyler reddick reddick not good at richmond he was kind of out to lunch all day 16th and reddick is just not been impressive late with joey it's it's one or the other right we've talked about it like he's either top five or he's 22nd and it's there's no in between but if you hit him on a week where he shows up last week was not that week so maybe this is that week um but with reddick it's not been even at like kansas where he was in that 45 car that had won both races he was supposed to be good he starts up front and he just kind of is all day like and there was nothing really impressive about it uh so i haven't been impressed with with reddick lately give me some joey logano He's, I've said it before, he is the hardest guy in the garage to bet on. Uh, and it makes him not make my card very often because he is so difficult to bet on. Feeling some Joey Logano this weekend. Give me him over Tyler Reddick, minus 115. I, I will say that this is obviously, yes, not a new track, but this is something that none of them have run. This is new to them, right? I mean, this is, this is a new event to all of them. And look, Honestly, this is something that I'm going to probably use a lot of, and I did use a lot of, of in my handicapping, in the sense that there's something that all of us have done professionally, that when we're able to just do it recreationally, right, when, when it's not part of our job, the pressure's off. Like, this just feels like it's a different game altogether. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's the difference between podcasting for sheer joy Versus pot. No, just kidding. It's 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 really just the difference between doing something that you've done professionally for so long, only to be told this time, hey, listen, no pressure on this one, no performance ratings, no nothing. Just go out and do what you know how to do, but do it for fun. Sure, there's a prize at the end of this if you do well, 
but nothing negative is going to happen should you not perform at your best, right? So I know these guys are race car drivers. I, I get it. I know that every time they strap into the seat, it's serious business. But when you're not worried about stages, when you're not worried about points, when you're not worried about, you know, anything other than going out and winning a million dollars, I mean, that's when the pressure's off. That That's why a guy like Joey Logano, I think, does well at these types of exhibitions and stuff like that because there's no there's no consequences if he does go out and wreck. Like, it's just, oh, well, you wrecked out of the all-star race, ho-hum, right? Like, that's that's fine. We'll pick up your car, sit and watch the rest of the race, sip a Coke, and and come back for the, the Coke 600 next week, right? So that's that's why it's, it's, to me, I feel like it's a better position for a guy like Joey and a guy like Kyle Busch. Uh, I am taking Kyle Busch over Ryan Blaney, minus 110 on DK it's it's Kyle Busch. I mean, if you <laughs> what's crazy though is if you look at the short track averages uh, since February of 2020, uh, it is back to back. Blaney's 11th with the 12.4 place finish average. Kyle Busch 12.5. However, Ryan Blaney has been a shell of his former self this season uh, and really just fallen on some hard times uh, as of late. And for Blaney, we had high hopes for Blaney. Obviously, it was something that we we thought he was going to come out and have a, a, a fantastic season. Um, but, you know, it's just not been what we thought. Granted, he has finished in the top 10 7 of 13 times, so Rod, contradict yourself. But, uh, you know, on Bristol Dirt, he finished in 23rd, uh, so not a good finish on that short track. Uh, you know, just a bad day in, in Richmond, 26th place. So, you know, that, that, uh, that 12 has not been... The class of the field now with Kyle Busch, <clears throat> obviously we saw he performed at the Clash uh, earlier. We've seen how he's performed at the Clash before. He's had speed there. Um, he got he's got speed everywhere this year. Has been pretty good, solid in that eight car. Uh, so I have no no even hesitation in saying that I think he's going to do well in this race as well, especially since it is for a million dollars, right? And Kyle Busch loves to come out and do things that that win him a million dollars. Two wins on the season for Kyle Busch, uh, six top tens, you know, average finish of 14th place. He did finish seventh in Darlington last week, survived uh, a crap ton of stuff um, to get there. But, yeah, give me Kyle Busch over Ryan Blaney, just baiting Blaney, really. Yeah, I love, love, love Kyle Busch this week. I was kind of sad I didn't really find a way to bet on him, but I do like this angle on it. Uh, this is, is going to be a track. The driver is going to make all the difference at this type of track. Yes, all these guys are professionals. They're all in the Cup Series. They are good at what they do, but there are certain guys that are drivers through and through that are, are just, they've got that extra in them, right? And we know Kyle Busch is one of those guys. He can handle it. This type of track, he's going to want to show up. Uh, again, this is the all-star event, right? It's It's honoring you for being an all-star in the sport. He wasn't good enough for Joe Gibbs anymore, right? They couldn't find any sponsorship, despite the fact that he's had 18 different primary sponsors at RCR. They don't seem to be having a problem with sponsorship, but whatever. That's another story. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Busch has something to prove. He always does. Love me some Kyle Busch, so I'll back you on that. Next up for me, this was a, the easiest head-to-head -head on the board, I believe. Ricky Stenhouse over Eric Jones, minus 115. Again, these legacy cars are just trash this year. 
Um, three races in a row, Ricky has beat uh, Eric head-to-head. -head. Ten of 13 races so far this season, he has beat him head-to-head. -head. Um, we've seen it a couple times lately with Stenhouse getting good qualifying positions at Darlington uh, and at Dover, I believe it was, and running up front, having good days. Uh, the Darlington thing, they ended up getting, was it a pit penalty? Did he lose a tie? He lose a tire on pit road and back up, or so I don't remember what happened exactly, but something happened. Got put behind the eight ball, still fought back to finish thirteenth. Again, a shorter race, so maybe you don't have to worry about all that. But he's shown short run speed early since winning the Daytona five hundred. We've talked about it, right? It's changed everything for that forty seven car. The forty three car has done nothing impressive this season. They've looked like trash. Now they're leaving Chevy. Now they're you know in limbo at this point. Um, so this is an easy one for me. Give me a Ricky Stenhouse, Eric Jones, minus 115. And the beautiful part of it is that Stenhouse doesn't have to worry about fighting in the open. He doesn't have to run that extra 100 laps. He literally can just concentrate on setting up that car for the all-star race proper. And, you know, that's something he hasn't been able to do in a while. He's been in that open for uh, for most of the seasons, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, I think his last Cup Series wins were 2017 or something. So it's been a hot minute since he's been locked into the all-star race indeed um all right my next one is a fun back marker style uh, bet as well and that's uh, and maybe not even back marker who knows maybe oh. we're talking a couple of top oh. 10 cars oh, I'm so glad so I, I i will show you a little behind the scenes here i well you probably can't really see it but i crossed out the bet that i was gonna put after once i found the stenhouse jones one i was like i gotta take that but the bet i crossed out is exactly the bet you're giving out so i love it I love it. See, this is why we're all here. We're here. Uh, all right. I got Chris Buescher over Austin Dillon at minus 135. I mean, Austin Dillon, for, for what his, his finish was last week at Darlington, that should tell you everything you need to know about the way that season's gone. His last four races have been just horrendous other than Kansas. Uh, so three of his last four, really. Talladega 38, Dover 27, Kansas 10th, uh, Darlington 35th. You want to go back farther? Daytona, 33rd. Vegas, 27th. Austin, 33rd. Richmond, 23rd. Like, it's just not been good for Austin Dillon. He's got three top 10s, one top five in 13 starts this season. Okay. But all of a sudden, RFK is putting some fast cars on the track. I'll go back to Dillon, too. His average finish this season, 22nd, point two. But for Chris Buescher, his average finish this year, 15th. Not bad for uh, for Chris Buescher. 13 starts, five top fives, two top tens. 10th place at Darlington last week, 17th at Kansas the week before, 9th at Dover, 3rd at Talladega, 14th at Martinsville, 18th at Bristol Dirt, 8th at Austin, 15th at Phoenix, 4th uh, at Daytona, 13th at Fontana. All of those numbers that I read to you, better than Austin Dillon. So um, in this race, I, I feel like this lends itself to a guy like Chris Buescher to be able to impress, right? I feel like this may be a, a race in which we say, wow, that 17 car is looking pretty good. Like, where did he come from? And Cody and I are going to sit there and say, oh, we know where he came from. He's been there all along. You just haven't seen him. So, uh, and, and I definitely think that it'll finish better. And I know that all the arguments for Dylan, right, that three car is is been good, on short tracks. It's, he's been serviceable on a lot of these, these intermediate tracks as well, but not this season he hasn't. And my buddy Bob says that momentum and confidence rides high in, in these races. So sorry guys, but this is where this one lays because of, of exactly that. 
Yeah, it's been extremely up and down for Dylan this season and mostly down. Uh, but Busher, these are these two RFK cars, like it's like they've got a magnet and they're just stuck together all day. They're running two positions from each other. They finish two positions from each other, and they've been solid most weeks. Um, and so yeah, give me Busher over Austin Dillon. Um, I yeah, I really, really like this one. Again, I ran out of room on the card, but this is this was the first bet that that didn't quite make the cut. So I'm glad you took it. Because uh yeah, I, I I'm very much on this side of things. Could Austin Dillon pop up and have a good run? Sure, we wouldn't be that surprised by it, but you can't rely on him to get a good finish at this point. So uh I do like the Chris Busher part of things. Yay. Uh all right. Well, uh let's let's give them the winners for the all-star race then. Let's do it. Okay. Uh again, this is just you could make a case. These guys are all stars for a reason, right? You can make a case for the top half of the field. There's a few guys like Chase Briscoe that are just riding the coattails of that Phoenix win last year. I but, feel like I ought to make you make a case for Chase Briscoe, but I won't do it for you. Hey, he won Phoenix, which, uh, you know, similar-ish in size, close. Okay, I'm, I, I see the pain stop. Just <laughs> I, so, I was, I, that, was, <laughs> that was me trying really hard. But no, I think Briscoe will actually be fine this week. Again, not fading him this week. I'll wait for the Coke 600. Oh, oh he's going to be seven laps down, like 100 miles into that thing. So. <laughs> I'm excited for that race, but give me Dennis Hamlin, 12 to one. Uh, again, this is a track for, for racers, right? We're going to have that tire wear late. You have to find guys that can manage that tire wear. What did Denny Hamlin do two weeks ago at Kansas? Manage the tire wear late, put together an extremely valiant run, and he just ran down Larson time after time after time, executed it perfectly, got around him, got the win. He's going to be going all out, right? It's it's checkers or wreckers for Denny. That's what I want at 12 to 1 for a guy that's had a very, very fast car. Last week, there was some issues. I'm going to take his word for it. He said there was something else going on with that car. We don't know what that might have been. Maybe he's just bullshitting. Could go either way. But I believe in Denny. Um, and he's a guy that that likes the history of this stuff. He doesn't like the trophy, yeah, but he likes the million dollars. He likes to be the all-star race winner, so that doesn't concern me. Uh, 12 to 1 over on Superbook. Give me Danny Hamlin, and then Rod. We can't go somewhere new without yeah, – I'm not going to do it again. We've missed this boat too many times. Joey Logano, he – this has been all over the place because I first saw him at Barstool, I think, at 14 to 1. Some books he's down to plus 950 now. Superbook still has him at 16 to 1. So that shows you you're getting really good value. Hammer Joey Logano, 16 to 1. Love this bet. Um, new things that he has won recently, Rod. The Bristol Dirt Race. First race out there. Never even been on dirt, I don't think, in his life, other than like truck race the day before. Wins the race, right? Um, Worldwide Technologies last season. First time the Cup Series goes there. Wins the race. Uh, the clash last season, first time we're going there at the Coliseum, wins the race. Brand new car, who wins the championship? Joey Logano. Go back to some of his wins from last season, Phoenix. Again, yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I believe Bob mentioned that as one of the sort of maybe close to comp tracks. Uh, Darlington, heavy tire wear, one there. Las Vegas. It's really a stretch there, but it's some tire wear at least, so I'm going to go with it. Um, but give me some Joey Logano. He just he wins things that are new. I know this is old, but it's new. 
Uh, at 16 to 1, can't pass it up. Everything old is new again, as they say. And listen, the, you better jump on this now. Like, if you want to put anything yeah, on Logano, the public's yeah, going to bet this get game. early because yeah. it's yeah, it's it's moving quickly. I've already seen it, and I think even Barstool, where I had seen it at fourteen to one, I think it's down to twelve to one. Yeah, uh, I guarantee you that's going to be. Oh, the he's narrative. down to nine hundred on Barstool. Holy Ooh, shit! That's going to be the moving narrative. as we talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be the narrative for uh, most he is twelve of to one on Caesar still. So if if you can't if you can't get Superbook, Caesar's got him at twelve to one. But yeah, yeah, if you get Superbook. You need to sign up for this book because this book is on it. Thank you. I get Ty Tiger, the Mr. Four Star review there. <laughs> he uh he gave us he's pointed out this book to us and man, they're killing it with their odds over there. So yeah, get in on Joey as, as early as you can in the week because that's gonna continue to move. And again, this is just a fun week, right? It's it's not this isn't you're not putting all the comps and all this other stuff. It's just Go out and win the race. Joey's that kind of guy. We know he's two different people when he puts that helmet on. He can go out. He can do it. Uh, Ford has struggled overall. That's going to be you know part of the case. But shorter track, I'm not as much worried about it. The arrow's not going to matter as much here. Joey can get it done. We know he loves. He's and I, I guess it's just his ability to adapt to new things. He's been doing this so long and he's so good at it. You throw a little curveball, he just changes up his his swing and he still hits home runs every time. So yeah, give me Joey Logano, sixteen to one. I, I feel really confident in Joey. How can you not after everything else he's won when he sh- Bristol Dirt? Who? I doubt. I I would be highly suspect if anyone picked Joey Logano to win that race. Like you're just throwing random picks out there at that. But like that's like super speedway picks there because he, he was not expected to be anywhere near winning that race, and he dominates it towards the end and and wins. So yeah, give me Joey Logano. Yeah, again, it's just it's the whole he's he wins on new things. So that's like I said, that's going to be the narrative. If you trust the narrative, definitely throw something down on Joey Logano. Uh, I'll also tell you to sprinkle a little something on Martin Truex. I know that we've gone to the well two or three times, but dude's been fast. I mean, over the last three races, he's led sixty-eight laps, seventy-nine laps, and one hundred and forty-five laps. That nineteen car has been up front. That 19 car will stay up front. That 19 car is a 19 car that we haven't seen in a while. We considered him retired last season. Well, consider him officially out of retirement. You want to talk about a guy that is hungry for uh, redemption, hungry to prove that he's actually somebody that, that belongs in that car? He won the Clash this year, right? He won a quarter mile track that it was balls to the wall, that was gimmicky, right? That had a lot of things thrown at it. But I think this is another opportunity in which you can go out and just race, just be. There's no, there's no multiples. There's no caution, uh, stage breaks. There's no, you know, worrying about strategy. It's literally like, you know, can you go out and run fast? The the biggest thing that this, that's going to hinder anybody, uh, is, is how and when to put that last set of sticker tires on in the last hundred laps. They make the right call there. Listen, they left him out on on scuffs a couple of weeks ago that cost him the win, right? So they, they can't make that mistake now. They're going to put fresh tires on, and they're going to know, and they're going to tell him, hey, Martin, these are fresh tires. Go out and do this. Um, but I like it. I like Truex's uh, ability to, to go out and win this race. I like also that he's 12-1 to 1 on Superbook. You want to talk about some good odds. 
those are good odds for a guy like Martin Truex, who has been one of the more dominant cars this season uh, and has been more, especially the last three races, a dominant car. So uh, I think he can continue his momentum, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him win a million dollars this weekend. Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy because you look at him and he's got to win more recently than Kyle Larson does. He's run up front more recent, more than Kyle Larson. Ha- and Kyle Larson's still plus 700 the favorite to win this. Again, would, would anybody be surprised? No, but he's he's not been getting it done lately. So, I yeah, but Truex has been getting it done. Uh, you cut this race off at, at the two, so it's 200 laps in this one. But if you work out the math for the distance, you cut this race off last week at Darlington at that distance. Truex had blown the field away at that point. Like, and so if he can get up front early, he could run away with this thing easily. He's been very, very fast as well. Um, so yeah, we're on some JGR Toyotas this week. I noticed. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, maybe maybe that's a sign there for you. Going to win the. They're going to start by winning an All Star Open race, and then uh, they're going to finish by winning the All Star race. Yeah, it's funny because I I was like, wow, I didn't realize we were on that many Gibbs cars. Yeah, but that's, I I did I literally just realized it as I was about to say that. I go, wow, that's. We are on a lot of J. We got bets on all three JGR guys. So, uh, Chris, where's Christopher? Wow, Christopher Bell's ten to. One. What? Yeah, Christopher Bell's that. ten to one to win this race. Yeah, wow. but I, I, uh, maybe the one, the one Bell, the one Gibbs what? guy that I'm not all that Why, high. On. Rod? I don't what? know. What's Christopher Bell done lately that makes you want to bet on him a ten to one? He's Nine Christopher one. Bell. Everybody oh. just loves him. That's all there is to it. I like Christopher Bell too, but not that much. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen. That's it. We we laid out and that was I mean that was pretty quick actually honestly yeah, it felt no. like it was quick to me <laughs> that we laid we had a long one yesterday with our Bob interview so oh that we'll was take fun it. though <laughs> that um, was but if you have not listened go back and listen to yesterday's recap show uh, we had Bob Hockris on again dude is is an absolute legend he's the best in the business and uh, had a great conversation got to talk to him about na- betting on NASCAR about gambling how the sport is, you know how NASCAR might handle things going forward. Uh, he, he told us, you know, he gave his, by the way, yes, our guest picker of the week, right? He picked William Byron as his early lean. He might change it Sunday at 8 a.m. when he posts his picks, of course. But to a Gibbs driver. Early, early lean was, yeah, he might pick a Gibbs guy there. So you see if he listens to this show, <laughs> he might change it, right? Throw some Denny Hamlin, throw some Martin Truex out there. Uh, but William Byron 10 to 1 uh, is, is Bob's pick. So uh, if you want to ride with the Bob special this week, there you go. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right, well, get it out your pen and paper. We're going to tell you our picks for the All-Star Open and the All-Star Race proper. Uh, Cody started you out with an open pick uh, with Ford versus Chevy. He's taking the four side of this at minus 110 to finish better than the Chevys. Uh, I'm giving you a Haley, Justin Haley over Harrison Burton at minus 115 in the open. Cody is also telling you that uh, Ty Gibbs is going to be a top three car in the open at plus 140. Uh, me against Cody's better judgment and is telling you that AJ Allmendinger will be a top three car at plus 250 in the open. And then Cody says that Ty Gibbs will win the uh, open at plus 400. I said Josh Berry will win the open at plus 350. Then we moved on to the all-star race proper where Joe, uh, Cody gave you Joey Logano over Tyler Reddick at minus 115 over there on DraftKings. I gave you Kyle Busch over Ryan Blaney at minus 110 on DraftKings. Cody said that Ricky Stenhouse was going to finish better than Eric Jones. And I told you that uh, Busher was going to finish better than Austin Dillon at minus 135. 
And then Cody said that uh, Denny Hamlin would win this race at 12 to 1 or Joey Logano at 16 to 1. And I said Martin Truex at 12 to 1. Cody, can't wait to get this thing started, man. I want to watch this so badly. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. And there's on track stuff all week, too. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night. I know the ASA late model race tonight got rained out. So that's going to be Wednesday. Having a double header, I think, with the Cars Tour. Uh, you got to have Flow Racing to watch that. But, uh, I've heard that's worth signing up for, so I might might check into that. Uh, loaded fields, Dale Earnhardt Jr. racing, uh, Chase Elliott, Keselowski, Chastain, Suarez. There's a ton of guys in, in those late model races. So on-track activities all week, like we talked about with Bob yesterday, he was he was about to go catch his flight because he was headed there to cover everything all weekend. Um, so, yeah, fun, fun week of racing. Lots of on-track activity, lots of on-track time. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And, and again, Obviously, come back for the rest of the shows this week, of course, but make sure your Discord as well. Uh, we'll be talking in there after the All-Star race That's or after the All-Star Open. That's when you're going to want to set your lineups for, for DFS. After we see how the heat races shake out, who kind of looks good. Maybe there's some other advantages like, okay, well, we kind of slept on this guy or what we saw in that race. We can point all that stuff out as well. And uh, always good conversation in there. Uh, and, and guys, it's hard to find every single line and bet everywhere and Guys are bringing different things up, and, and hey, where'd you find that? And It's a great time, so make sure you join us over there. So much discussion, that, and then so many great people just carrying those conversations in there. We'll, we pop in when I can, but uh, I definitely know that you guys have got to hold it down over there. I love, love that that is a thriving community. So, um, Well, then, other than Discord, Cody, why don't we let everybody know where they can find us uh, on social media? Where can everybody find you? Yep, follow me on Twitter, at NASCAR, or... <laughs> at Husker underscore Zeeb. You can follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. That's where I was going with that. Got a little ahead of myself. Uh, but yeah, find, find all my work over there. Uh, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. We'll see if we have a show this week. The race appears to maybe be in jeopardy, but uh, hopefully we'll have that over there. And uh, yeah, going to be going to be a fun couple of next weeks here as we have this fun all-star race and then head into the biggest uh, weekend in racing next weekend. I'm excited. It, Italy got California's atmospheric uh, <laughs> storm, I suppose, because they're yeah, they're battling it over there. Over there. <clears throat> yes, for sure. Make sure to come back. We will have DFS. We will have trucks. Uh, we will have you know maybe even bonus bets depending on what happens. Uh, no no Xfinity obviously, so that kind of leaves us with an open day to kind of play around. So just check back in. Trucks, obviously, trucks is going to be fun with all these Cup guys too. Oh my God! Trucks it's like be a good time tomorrow. It's like Cup Light is what it's going to be. I, I've noticed Caesars has the full slate out, so I haven't dug into the truck odds yet, but uh, be fun to get into those. That's going to be a blast. Come back for that for sure. All right, we'll send you off on your way. Go and place those bets. We'll see you tomorrow for more exciting action here on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Let's go racing and let it ride.